Okay, sure. So this is the second chapter in the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch, okay? Uh, and this is the section, first section, first Eve, okay? Lefisha ha'adam, because a person, kasher kom mimitosay shachris, when he gets up from bed in the morning, hu kemoy b'riyo chadosha, he's like a new creation. Um... For the purpose of serving his creator, blessed his name. He's considered to be like a new creation. And therefore, he needs to sanctify himself. And to wash his hands using a vessel, because to simulate just like the priest, who served in the temple, he would sanctify his hands every day, there was a special basin with water, in the temple, prior to doing his service. Because we're starting like a new day of service, when we get up in the morning, we are simulating and doing the similar as the Kohen would do, wash his hands, so we need to use a vessel, uh, Kaili, to wash our hands. There is a hint, or we can lean this washing from the verse. Now, this is basically instituted by the rabbis. There's no verse in the Torah that tells us you have to wash your hands mm-hmm. in the morning. But many times when the rabbis uh, instituted the law, they were looking to lean it on something from the Torah sure. to support what they were saying. So it's not specifically, it's not an instruction, mm-hmm. but it's just leaning. There's a hint to it. So in this case, we learn Shinemar, it says, Erchatz, there's a verse that says, Erchatz bin kapoy, I will wash my hands to get them clean. Then Hashem, I will surround your altar God, Lashmiya Toida to proclaim in the voice of thanks. So basically there is a verse of describing that when you're going to circle the Mizbeach and you're going to proclaim the voice of Hashem, you're going to have clean hands. So that's the uh, basis or that's the leaning that the sages Leaned it on. There is an additional reason for this washing. because at the time of the sleep, in which his holy soul has departed from him. Hatuma, so the spirit of impurity came, Vishayd al Guf and rests on its body, on his you body. That you're sort of half dead. That's before, right. Yeah. So but what happens is your soul goes up. But there is a spirit of impurity gets hold. There's like there's a vacuum over there. If there's an empty space now because the soul is not there, a spirit of impurity comes in. And when he wakes up from his sleep, so the spirit of impurity goes away, leaves from his entire body, with the exception of his fingers. He does not pass from them, he doesn't go away from them. Until he will pour on them, 
Sholish Pa'amim three times, Mayim, water, Bisirugin, meaning alternate to one, 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 one. Va'asur Leilech Arba Amis, it is prohibited to go four cubits, Beli Nitilas Yadayim, without washing the hands, Im Leilech Godil Me'oid. Unless it is a very uh, important, something very necessary. Other than that, one should not walk four cubits uh, without Dalar uh, Amis. Now, so we have two reasons. One reason is because is the positive reason, is in order to prepare yourself for the service of the next day. The second reason is to remove the spirit of impurity that remains on your hands. Now, in here it says, and also in the in the Zohar, that's the mystical... Uh, part of Torah, they're, they're very, very stringent about not walking these four cubits without washing the hands. Therefore, because four cubits, oh, very good question, four cubits is usually considered the space of a person. Once you walk more than four cubits, you're sort of going out of your space. Okay. So you're leaving your space. Within your space, it's okay, so mm-hmm. you're not really doing anything. But once you go outside of it, you are sort of going more than Crossing little, what your own little personal era. That's that. right. Uh, yes, that <laughs> is right. that is correct. A person has arba amis, like there's various halachas, you know. And the reason why he has that is because usually when you stretch out a person, he takes up like four amis. That's the four cubits. That's the length of the person. That's his area. Matter of fact, there's also brought down this halacha is brought down with regards to uh, when people are running. Uh, to let's say there is uh, an object that they want to that is ownerless and they want to acquire it, mm-hmm. so the Chacham said the four cubits around the person will is his property. Uh, he will okay. actually get it. It's like yours already, even though you didn't actually hold it in your hands. I mean, from halacha, this it's a yeah. separate halacha. You know, you may have to normally actually acquire it, but the the, the, the idea of four cubits mm-hmm. is an idea of. Uh, of, of, of the area of the person. Now, therefore, what the people do, and um, people who are, you know, uh, try to follow meticulously the law, they put down what's called uh, negelwasser. Negelwasser is a Yiddish word, uh, water for the nails. Okay. Uh, because uh, that's the um, first, you know, that's the first uh, time, because there's two... There's two, there's two times people, the people that are scrupulous, they'll wash. The first time will be, they're called the Negelwasser. Mm-hmm. They'll put it right next to the bed. They'll have a little cup uh, or a, a kvart, mm-hmm. what they call a holder, with a little uh, shisel, mm-hmm. what they call a little bucket. Yeah. And the first thing, when they get up in the morning, they wash their hand, even, you know, even before getting out of bed. You know, even while lying still in the bed, they'll bend over and they'll, or... Maybe they'll sit up a little bit to get to the water, and they'll wash their hands. Now, that will be the first one, because they don't even want to go to the sure. facilities or to mm-hmm. do anything before, because they don't want to walk for yeah. almost four cubits without the washing the hands. But the washing of the hands, as we'll learn later on, requires also to be very careful to do it properly. This is just done to remove the spirit of impurity to walk for Amis. Later on, they will do it in a more careful way. What if you're getting out of bed temporarily, like you're going to get a drink of water and you're, you you plan to go back to sleep? Uh, okay, so that's no, that's that's so now the, the 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 generally it's assumed that one one who sleeps sixty breaths is considered a sleep. 
Interesting. We'll see that that would be considered a sleep, and then the person would need would would, would need to uh, when he okay. wakes up he would need to do that procedure. Gotcha. And you may do it more than once. I mean, you don't make a blessing, so it's only washing your hands. Yeah. So there's not really no loss in there. But uh, I guess the soul will leave you every time you go to lie down, and if you're actually going to right. sleep. Uh, this practice is not followed when one goes to sleep during the daytime. When one goes for a nap during the day. Uh, then this um, this 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 particular uh, having negavas next to the bed does not the, the, we don't do that. Although anytime you get up from sleep, one should wash his hands. Mm-hmm. But we're not as stringent as having it uh, done right next mm-hmm. to the bed. Okay, let's go on now. So now we have the second sif sif base. Now. The assumption is here that a person does wear the talit katan. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the uh, talit, the small talit. Mm-hmm. Now, it's it's interesting that the talit, by law, strictly from the Torah, the Torah had says that the law is if you are going to wear a four-cornered four garment, mm-hmm. then you need to put in tzitzit into mm-hmm. the garment. But... There is no law from the Torah to go ahead and buy a garment that has four corners mm-hmm. and to put in tzitzit. Okay? But the fact that the tzitzis have a very powerful message to all of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the verse, it says that when you put in the tzitzis, you remember all the mitzvot of God. And there's reason for mm-hmm. that. And there's also, it adds up to the number 613. Mm-hmm. If you take the numerical value mm-hmm. of the word tzitzit mm-hmm. plus the strands, it turn, it comes out to 613. So, but it has, but besides that, the tzitzit. all the commandments, right? That's right. It reminds you of all the commandments. Mm-hmm. So therefore, the sages already, they sort of made it an obligation that people to wear a talit katan mm-hmm. so that you have the benefit of having the Mitzvot, remembering all the mitzvahs of God all the time, Laman Tiskeru. So even though from the Chumash, from the Torah, is not a strict mm-hmm. command, but because we want the benefit, we have the Talit Katan. Sure. So he's saying over here, the first garment that one should put on would be the Talit Katan, Arba Amos so that he shouldn't go for cubit without tzitzit. This is also, especially according to the Kabbalah, it's very important not to walk at all four cubits without the tzitzit. Because the person's hands are not yet clean mm-hmm. when he puts on the talit uh, katan, he should not make a blessing on the talis. He shouldn't make a blessing because they're not yet clean. So he shouldn't make the, uh, the blessing. Now, this assumes... Uh, this assumes that um, that the um, the washing is going to take place after putting on the uh, the garment. Um, but uh, besides that, there's another issue. A person before using the facilities shouldn't really also, when you have to use the bathroom and like, then one shouldn't really recite. So there's other issues involved over here. But in, he, he doesn't bring down over here right now. But uh, over here, he's just concerned mainly because he hasn't washed his hands. I brought up earlier that you do two times. But over here, he's only talking about one time, washing your hands once. And he's assuming that, um, I guess, that you're going to go to the, uh, to the sink mm-hmm. 
uh, and not yeah. to walk more than four cubits, I guess that the sink is within four cubits, and I guess that you're putting on the garment at, before you're washing your hands, and you're not, and he says your hands are not clean yet, but if he already washes at first, then he wouldn't be saying that you sure. can't put on the garment. All right, but in any event, that's the way it's done, is to have a uh, little Nagel water, Nagelwasser, next to your bed. Excellent, good. Sif Gimel. So now he tells you, The way we wash our hands in the morning is in the following way. As opposed to washing for the bread. We know we wash them, when we wash for the bread, we use three times mm-hmm. on each hand. But over here it's, it's in this way. You take the vessel with your right hand. Mm-hmm. And, and all the processes of the Torah, we always use the right hand. There's an exception uh, uh, for that, you know, the tefillin we put on the left hand. Unless you're a lefty, then you put it on the right hand. To the heart, but also because you're actually wrapping, you're tying with your right hand. You have to play it on your left hand. But the tefillin, nevertheless, are on the left hand. Also, we just celebrate by Hanukkah, uh, there is also the, uh, the concept of uh, when you're putting the menorah by the door as opposed to the window, you should put it on the left side because the mezuzah has to be on the right side. Oh, okay. So we want you to be surrounded with the mitzvah, so you're going to have the mezuzah on the right, okay. and you're going to have the uh, the chanukiah, the chanukiah on the left. So you'll be totally surrounded from the uh, the mitzvot. It represents, in a way, uh, you know, usually, you know, the right is the more important mm-hmm. and left almost sometimes represents, you know, the outside mm-hmm. or uh, Hanukkiah and the tefillin in a way represent the power to change and influence also the left, in other words to but the most mitzvahs we give honor to the right hand side and we yeah. do it with the right hand side, so therefore when you're taking the vessel you take it all with the right hand side okay. now how are you going to Take the vessel with the right hand side and also wash your right hand. If you got to do the right hand first, so how are you going to do it? So that's what he says. Mm-hmm. You take the vessel in your right hand, mm-hmm. then you pass it to your left hand, and then, in other words, you take it in the right hand, you fill it up with water, then you pass it with the water to your left hand, and then you then you pour first on the right hand. So the right hand was the one that took the cup, yeah. and the right hand is going to pass it later to the left hand, so the left hand can pour on the right hand. And then you'll take the vessel in your right hand, and then you'll pour it on your left hand. And so you should do for three times. It's best to wash them until the part of the hand. Perek means, you know, where the... Uh, the wrist. Huh? The wrist, yeah. Till up, to the, up to the wrist. That's the best thing. So in other words, cover the whole, the whole up to the sure. wrist. But if he's pressed, maybe he doesn't have enough water or something like yeah. that. So then, die it's sufficient at Kishnet's base of where his fingers tie to his hand. That's that'll be sufficient. Okay. So that's one thing. So that's the washing of the hands. But then also he says, one should wash their face. Now they didn't have the. Uh, the hygiene that we have today, everybody takes a shower, and you know, some people yeah. take 
shower for 45 minutes, you know. <laughs> you know, you, know, you don't have to hang. Yeah. Well, you don't have, I mean, you don't have girls in the house. So. <laughs> well, Ariel's at uh, BU. She's using all their hot water. <laughs> at home, she's using ours. So, it says that, so you, you wash your face to honor your creator, because this is, you know, this is um, uh, honorable, because mm-hmm. a person is created in the image of God. Washing your face, you're cleaning your face, so you should look in a good image. Shinamar, so for your girls' home, you uh, have no hot water. Why? Well, between your wife and if both, uh, if all the girls are home, you end up with nothing, uh. right? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I put in a uh, a large. Um, okay, Shinamar, because the verse says, "Kibitzelam elokim osas adam." God created man in the image of God, so therefore you wash your face. Clean off your mm-hmm. image of God. And also, one should wash his mouth because mm-hmm. of the saliva, what's in there. Because you need to mention God's great name mm-hmm. with sanctity, with holiness, and with purity. So clean yourself so for that purpose, mm-hmm. okay? And then you have to wipe your hands. The Zoyl Nagi point of view also wipe, you have to be careful to wipe your face well. There is, you know, like ailments can come mm-hmm. up, we know today also, mm-hmm. so just says be careful to wash your face well. Siv Dalit, he says, Tzorich little yod of Davkil is Tzorich Kli. That you, it's specifically important to wash your hands, not just on the floor, mm-hmm. but into a vessel. Because, um, you don't want to uh, people to step on it and to go on it because it's considered the water is considered to be impure. So you don't want it. To, so you want to make sure that you're putting it into a vessel. It is prohibited to benefit uh, from the water that you washed, which means you don't want to drink it or you don't oh, want to. Okay. You can't use it for anything else. Yeah, don't use it for anything right. else. Right? You know, not to benefit. Because there's a bad spirit resting on them mm. and he should pour them out in the place where people don't walk mm-hmm. he says before you wash you shouldn't touch not your mouth mm-hmm. and not your nose and not your eyes and not your ears and not in the place where you uh, you urinate mm-hmm. from, and not in um, food, mm-hmm. and not in places where you uh, let the blood um, uh, leeches, where mm-hmm. you put the yeah. leeches. And the reason is because the bad uh, spirit that is resting on the hands prior to your washing can do damage to these items and therefore don't touch anything until you wash your hands <coughs> now the thing is that uh, sometimes people that don't know and don't wash their hands and don't have this uh, the ideas of this so maybe it doesn't damage because of lack of knowledge in mm-hmm. other words once you know once you find out about it sure. then okay. you gotta do it that's the bad thing gotcha. about you now that you know <laughs> it may not yeah. it may not affect you yeah. if you didn't know the law sure but once you know the law yes, so, yes. so now you All gotta right. so now you gotta wash your hands there's no choice okay alright I mean fortunately water is not that much of an issue uh, you know in the olden days we, we read in the Shulchan Aruch there's a lot of times people had to go 
far distances mm-hmm. just to get at some water so that they can wash their hands. And there is different rules how far you have to go in order to get it. Sivo, the sixth section. Kevla hakpit binatilus yudayim shachris bichli. It's best to be meticulous with washing of the hand in the morning that they have these following um, things taken care of. It has to be bichli, mm-hmm. should be with a vessel, over mm-hmm. mayim, and it should be water, over choyach gavra. And it should come the power of a human being. Just like with washing one's hands for the meal, which was later on in chapter 40. In other words, over there, there are some conditions that are, you know, in order to be fit to be used for washing the uh, hands before bread, it has certain conditions. So he says the conditions that apply over there should also apply here to begin with, which he mentions over here, it has to come from the power of a human being, meaning if there is rainwater just dripping down and you put your hand underneath, that's not considered washing. Washing means pouring on your hand. Come from a human being. I see, okay. Now what some people do when there is no Usually, to do that, you need a cup because yeah. that's why you need a you need a cup, and then the human being can wash it, right? What happens if you don't have uh, you don't have a cup or not water is not available? You know, you can have you move your hand through water. That wouldn't help. But you know what they do is like they say when you open up the uh, the, the the faucet, yeah. that first um, that first surge. gush, right? The first surge is almost like it's coming from you directly. So some people in a situation where they don't have no cup, so they would do is they open up and shut it. And so that each time that they open it up, that surge of water is considered coming from the, the human uh, right. being, when, from yeah. a person, from everyone. So he says, But in the time when he's pressed, He doesn't have water properly. He doesn't have the proper water either. He doesn't have water. He doesn't have uh, vessel. He doesn't have ability to to do all these conditions. But he doesn't have vuroitzel But he wants to uh, daven and he wants to start. Yeah. He got to get his day started and he can't wait for water. And again, in most in most cases, by us we don't know these situations. But there were circumstances that to go get the water from the well. You know, it wasn't like they had the plumbing. Yeah. You know, all in their house. So yochel uh, little yodov. So then he says, you can wash your hands from anything. All types of water, he mm-hmm. says. Without the person's uh, power coming. You know, in other yeah. words, the minimum would be required. Uh, just, just anything, any kind of water. And you would still be able to make the blessing. In mm-hmm. other words, there is a blessing that you say, uh, you mm-hmm. say yeah. sanctify yeah. By a river, because it's considered live water, there you don't have to living come from. Living waters, right. So that living water. So you can actually dip your hand three times 
in the water. He says, Even in snow, you can dip your hands into snow. That would be also to substitute that. But what happens if there is no water at all? He has no water. So, Then he says, you can wipe your hand on any item. Just wipe your hand mm-hmm. instead of pouring water. Then you bless for cleaning your hands. Instead of washing your hands or Nitilas uh, Yadayim, yeah. he, he makes Nikiyus Yadayim, cleaning one's hands. So you had to have made an effort to have cleaned your hands. Right, before Dominic. The best means available, water failing that, a wipe on something. Right, you right. have to make that effort. Right. All right. The Dailulit Fila, that's sufficient for, for Dominic, that would be, uh, that would suffice. And later on, when he will come across water and fitting vessels to do it properly, then he should wash his hands one again properly. But should not make any more blessings because you made already a blessing to clean your hands, so you won't make another blessing. But you should still use water to do it the proper way when you come across it. Zayin. What did I say? Siv Zayin. Okay. Kisiv. The verse says, "Barchi nafshi es Hashem." My soul blesses God. V'chol kirova and all my insides as Shem Kotche. His holy name. All of his insides means you don't just bless really God outwardly, just you know lip service, so to speak. But you say your whole inside. You know your whole inside. You are. Uh, all encompassed, your whole self is involved in the prayer. Who are we to bless God, though? We don't. We can't bless Him. Yeah. Okay, so um, what it means, blessing is in a way of play, praising God. Oh, uh, okay, all right, okay, all right. Yeah. No, actually, when you bless God, when you say, when you say Baruch Atah Hashem, mm-hmm. you say, Blessed are you, God, our God. So you say all the time, Blessed is our way of thanking. But actually, blessed is also a way of drawing down. Because when we say blessed, and when we thank Hashem, we actually bring Hashem down mm-hmm. to us. This is actually a, uh, a maneuver to get Hashem to sure. reveal Himself to us by saying, blessing Hashem. Yeah. The word blessing also has the meaning of havracha, uh, bricha, from to, 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 to sort of draw down or to connect and... and so that's the thing. But okay. in the simple thing we're saying, we're saying the blessing is the basic. We're thanking Hashem for all the, the blessings, you know, all the berchot hashachar and the blessings that we do. So we're, it's basically an expression of a thank you mm-hmm. uh, to, 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 to God. Okay? So, but here it says with all of our insides, everything. Now, really what it means is everything inside, but it still uses language almost like the karema is almost like your intestines mm-hmm. so everything you know with your gut you mm-hmm. gotta you say you gotta pray to god with your gut you know which sure. your own. Okay. but that's why because we're praying to god with our gut we have to make sure that it's clean so mm-hmm. he says since a person needs to bless god and thank god you know with all of okay. his uh, with all of his inside so it's also levorich it's prohibited to bless until he will clean out his inside Mitsoyo made a from any excrement or any uh, mm. any urine just to empty out yourself. Uva boiker and in the morning the kumoi when he gets up mistama he says the assumption is hutzarich lasis trochov at least you, probably you have to do your needs or at least to uh, 
in the water will mm-hmm. come out. Okay, therefore, lo yivarich birchas al natilas yadayim. He shall not make the blessing al natilas yadayim for washing the hands. Bishas natila at the time that he washes ad laachar sheinakasatzmer until after he cleans himself. Mm-hmm. Don't say the blessing because the blessing has to be when we clean. So v'yirchas yodav oit pamachas. So then now he says he should wash a second time. So you wash your hands once because you can't go without uh, four cubits. Okay, he talks about it here. He doesn't say about the bed, but first you wash your hands. But then you can't make the blessing because you still have to use the facilities. So you make a second time the blessing. You wash your hands a second time. And then you make the blessing for washing the hands. And then there's also the other blessings that you do. First of all, every time you use, it's called Vasher Yotzar. There's a small prayer that we do every time we use the facilities. We I proclaim every time we use the facility, mm-hmm. we come out because, and the prayer basically says that this is like uh, God's created us with such wisdom that you know we are able to relieve ourselves mm-hmm. and we're able to to go and God forbid if something would block or something wouldn't work we would be in big trouble so we give thanks every time we use the facilities so in this case he says so after you use the facilities you should say until you die wash your hands mm-hmm. because you can't make any blessing until you wash your hands mm-hmm. and once you wash your hands you already make the blessing for washing the hands so you say until you die mm-hmm. for washing the hands then you say the blessing Asher Yatsar who has created which is the blessing for using the facilities and then you also make the birchas haTorah, birchas haTorah, the blessing for Torah every morning before when we start our day in the sitter. You look in the sitter, we make a blessing for the Torah. Uh, we thank God, we, mm-hmm. we praise God, and we say to Him that You gave us the Torah, just like they say yeah. the blessing before when you give somebody an aliyah. So you make a bracha, shabbacha banu. So you make so there's a bracha. First you say the blessing who has sanctified us mm-hmm. for the words of Torah because we don't take even the fact that we have a gift like the Torah yeah. we don't take it for granted we thank Hashem our life is full with blessings full with thanks to Hashem always realizing that everything we have is actually a gift from Him so the Torah that we study is supposed to be a gift it's actually there's a fascinating uh, uh, passage in the Talmud which says that uh, that would the destruction of the temple came yeah. about because they didn't bless on the Torah really? before they were studying it. That seems like uh, totally uh, the first or the second destruction. Well, uh, well, no, it talks about the, it talks about the second destruction. Mm-hmm. It talks about, but it says that um, it, it, it it seems like uh, such a severe punishment for not making the blessing, and then the question is, why didn't they make the blessing, and uh, what is the meaning of that passage over yeah. there? Well, it's explained that when you make a blessing, that means that you realize that there is special, and you realize that it's mm-hmm. a gift, and also you realize that it's a holy wisdom, it's, a, it's something that you need to uh, hold precious and, and, and dear. When you don't make a blessing, that means you take it for granted, that means that you're you're just don't have the proper respect and therefore if you don't make the blessing it means that your whole study and your whole uh, mm. approach you know you come to the wrong conclusions mm. you do the wrong things 
and actually you're um, you may be using the Torah for the wrong means, you know, just to as a means to 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 well, to so do do things wrong. We're doing appreciated. Right. So therefore, you. it's important. So this is another blessing you do. You make the blessing for the Torah. Okay. And then and then of course we thank Hashem for returning our soul. So there is a prayer which we say Elokai Neshama, God, the soul that you have. Uh, given to me and you, you go through the process how God has brought it down mm-hmm. from the highest of levels and brought it into the human being and you know and every day we said in a way the neshama comes back to him in the morning so we go through the procedure and we thank Hashem who returns the souls to the mm-hmm. dead carcasses yeah. you know, and now we're back in business Sivchas Im hishkim v'natal yodov b'id laylo if a person gets up early, so while it's still nighttime, he washed his hands in the normal way. Mm-hmm. And then he was up till the morning. So it seems like, okay, that he's already, um, already done his job. Or the next scenario is your, is the scenario that you mentioned. Or then he went to sleep again a second time. Yeah. You know, while it was still nighttime. He's sleeping at nighttime. And also one who sleeps during the daytime, 60 breaths. <laughs> which is approximately half an hour. That's me on the train coming home. <laughs> it's about a half an hour. You got to have to take yeah. a, a longer shizzle with Negevah. Yeah, I think so, up. yeah. And likewise, one who's up all night, and he didn't even sleep 60, but yeah. he was just up mm-hmm. all night. B'chol elu and all these yesh sofik, there is a doubt in tzrichim netilas yadayim aloi whether they require washing of the hands or not. L'chein therefore yitl yodev the ruling is the way he rules here, he should wash his hands sholish pa'amim b'seirugin three times in a one after the other. K'dilusiv gimel like before. Avaloi yivarachlem don't make a blessing. We have here a very important rule. A lot of times we're not sure what the ruling should be. Because they're either because they're difference of opinions, mm-hmm. so we're not sure. So w- the way we do it, whenever we're not sure, we say, well, do it anyways, be more stringent. Mm-hmm. There's no reason not to do it. If you're not sure you have to wash your hands, go ahead and your wash hands. it again. Yeah. But the thing is, when you wash your hands, when you have to wash your hands, you have to make a blessing. When you want to make a blessing, we want to be sure that you have to make the blessing. If we're not sure that you have to make the blessing, we don't want you to make the blessing. See, the blessing what? doesn't stop because the blessing mentions God's name. You say Baruch Atah Hashem, but you're mentioning God's name. We don't mention God's name in vain. That's not respect. It's not respectful for God to say mention His name. So therefore, any time when we make, we don't never mention God's name unless we have to mention God's name. So when we're not sure, we say don't make the blessing. But not making the blessing does not disqualify the act that you did. So let's say in this case, if one washes his hands mm. and doesn't make the blessing, it's not, doesn't disqualify his washing mm-hmm. of his hands. His hands were washed. Yeah. He did the mitzvah. He didn't do the blessing. But blessing is like an independent piece. You do the mitzvah and you do the blessing. But the blessing does not make the mitzvah. Yeah. So as far as the mitzvah goes, we say be stringent and do it anyway. So add an additional thing, do it. Because you're not sure. But as far as the blessing goes, we're saying, don't do it because you might be mentioning God's name in vain. We don't want you to mention God's name in vain. Only when we know that you have to say it. But th- shouldn't you always praise God 
regardless? To say the word praise God is no problem, but to say God's words, the name, it would be like making a mockery. Can you imagine if you would go around the whole day, or if your kid went to you and said, Oh, thank you, Tati, thank you, Tati, thank you, Tati. It may matter. Uh, yeah. You have to say it in the proper time, in the proper place. Okay. That's when it's meaningful. So, if you start just saying it, always praise, sure. then it would, okay. not, it would be making fun. It would be making a mockery rather than, than being respectful. So, therefore, when the rabbis institute it, before we do the mitzvah, when we do something, then it's appropriate to make the blessing because that's what we need that's to do. The that. right time, that's no. the right time. Okay. But when you're not sure, we don't want you to make the blessing because we're afraid that you might uh, uh, you might be mentioning God's name in vain, and we don't okay. want you to do it. So we'd rather you not make the blessing at all than make a blessing and then it be in vain. I just want to say, not all the rulings over here will we apply, will we will we abide by. It could be some differences, but I'm not going to go. And as we're doing this study, we're just going to do this ruling. It's close enough. It's good enough for the kids. I'm going to have a lot of questions. I'd like to do is I try and read a chapter ahead. I'm going to have a lot of questions. Absolutely. So, uh, stump the rabbi. I'm, I'm, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. We're ready for that. That's what we're. That's what we're here for. Okay. Um, uh, okay. The following require washing the hands in water. Now you're going to learn about certain things. We we mentioned so far. We know for bread, and we know getting up in the morning. Now he's going to give you some other instances when one needs to wash his hands. Okay. Okay. So he said like this: When you get up from your bed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Once who comes out, one who comes out from the facilities needs to wash his mm-hmm. hands. Now you see, even before they knew about hygiene and everything else, they told you to wash your hands. Today they tell you wash it with soap. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, and then yeah. wash them well. Now, when you took a bath, when you come, from, they had a special bathhouse. They had not like we have a shower today in every house. But you people would go down, there was one bathhouse, they would heat up and people would go there. That was the mikvah or the yeah. separate from the mikvah? Yeah, mikvah or whatever, right. but this was not... A mikvah has a certain, you know, halachic requirements. This was just a bathhouse, right. which was just a pool of water. But going out of a bathhouse requires... That's not a reason your hands are not dirty, you just took a shower. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so if you go out from a shower, you go out from a bath, something like that, you wash your hands. Vanoitel Tsipornov, one who uh, cuts his nails, okay? Uh, and one who cuts shave, cuts their hair min olov, one who uh, uh, one who uh, uh, removes the shoes removing the shoes but they talk about this removing of the shoes um, means with the hands so that oh, your hands your touch feet the shoes. are unclean yeah, shoes you touch, are unclean yes, yeah. shoes right so you touch shoes mm-hmm. are considered, but it's touching. Talking about it's not talking about if you slip them off with your yeah. other leg, then it doesn't apply. Vamishamish uh, mitosay after being intimate mm-hmm. with your wife, vanegeya bichino, and one who touches a lice. I guess they had <laughs> touching a lice. They had bed lice over there. I mean, some of the I hotels. Guess you should be washing. Yeah, <laughs> some of the hotels that people uh, go today too. You know, they have a, a bed bugs and things the like that. Bugs, yeah, I've yeah. uh, heard plenty of story of those. Vamefale as god of one who is shaking out his uh, his garments. Mm-hmm. Even if he didn't touch 
uh, lice. I mean, I guess the assumption is that they're over there. Well, back then, yeah, yeah, know, that was it. Was, that yeah. would have been a regular thing. One who washes his head, you know. I mean, besides the shower, if you just wash your head, or actually, you just when people scratch their head, you know, the assumption is that you, when you scratch your head or you wash your head, you're going to go beneath the covered part, any place that's covered. You hear cover your head, but mm-hmm. if you scratch it, you'll be touching the scalp. You'll be wow. touching the place underneath your head. One who touches his body in the areas that are usually covered. That's the definition of, of, of places where you shouldn't touch, where you have to mm-hmm. wash is if it's normally covered. Now, I guess in this country, what's covered, I don't know. <laughs> I shouldn't talk about this country, not, not in any way worse, but. Europeans. Yes. <laughs> when. You go out of the cemetery, mm-hmm. coming out of the cemetery, sure, yep. you have to wash. Bamalaves Ames, and one who goes and uh, uh, walks behind and uh, 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 that body, you know, goes under mm-hmm. the Leviathan. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you enter into a tent when mm-hmm. there is a, a, dead, uh, uh, a dead body yeah. there. Makizdam, Makizdam is one who lets blood. Again, in the olden days there was a big to do about the Makizdam, about the people that would let the blood. You know, uh, that was like a whole procedure. That was the main medical, yeah. uh, medical thing was bloodletting, blood blood. yeah, bloodletting, So all these things also require the Nitilasidai.